0: Hey Riders, it's your host Rusty James. It is Friday, October 9th, 2015, and this is the ride. F-R-I-D-A-Y, because it's Friday, Friday, Friday. Lots of things to talk about today. I see a house being paved. I mean, their driveway being paved. I could preach on that. Christy and uh, my mother in law are going to be out in the garden today, getting all the vegetation out of the garden areas. Something I was going to say about that. I could preach on that. First thing I'm going to talk about, though, is the fact that yesterday, with the help of my father in law, Merlin what a cool name is that he and I and my daughter Hope went down to where we used to live to that city and picked up our camper which had been sitting on our vacant land for a number of years look pretty nice on our vacant land got it to our new place have it parked next to a pole building can I say it looks like crap hola? Because it needs to be cleaned. It's falling apart. It needs to be redone, is what needs to be done. But it is in a state of multi disarray. <laughs> you know, half the lights are working. At least we made sure all the lights were working for travel back to our place last night, which was in the dark. You gotta make sure your lights are working in the dark. Oh! I could preach on that. Anyway, um, so I got it parked in this spot, which is perfect for it, because we are in the process of renovating that camper. We have all the drawers and all of the stuff we could take out of it taken out and primed. So we have a little bit of work to do on it. To make it pretty again. On our land. Which didn't have any. Uh, let's see. How do I want to phrase this? On our land. It was, it was um, natural. There had been no. Created things on that land. No new creations on that land. It was kind of the way it was. When it was born. Okay, you see where I'm going with this? Just follow along. The camper looked pretty nice there. You know? But now it's sitting in a place where there has been some renewal. Some created elements. Some buildings. And it looks just... I mean, I gotta say, it it looks pretty bad. Like, uh... Are you sure you don't want to burn that sucker? (laughs) That kind of thing. It will look really nice when we're done with it. But right now, it's just kind of hurting. You've got things in your life that when you haven't known the Lord, when when you haven't come to a realization of who He is, they're like, fine, no big deal. It's just part of my life. It's just part of the natural life. It doesn't it doesn't seem to be any different than any other track of land that has a camper on it with a little bit of moss growing on it. Well I don't have moss on it, but you get the idea. It's just it's just you know, it's no better, no worse. It's just, you know, leave me alone. I'm okay. But then something happens, bam you realize that you need The one who provides life. His name's Jesus Christ. And God the Father. And and something changes in your life. You become a new creation. And old things, like old campers, they're passed away and they become new. But what do we do sometimes? We do exactly what I did the other day. I want that camper. I know I'm straining my metaphor just a bit here, but I want my camper. I want that camper that I used to have back before I was saved. Kinda like that camper, it's kinda comfortable. I liked it when I'd open up that screen door and had that rusty sound and smelled a whole lot like stale beer and Winston's I kind of like that all right I'm just uh, if you talk like that I'm very sorry I'm not trying to offend you I'm just trying to be a persona (laughs) trying to be the old person you know what I'm saying I should be very careful this is going all over the world we become familiar with patterns right and it's understandable I mean we've grown up with certain patterns and sometimes we want to pull those things right into the new place where we're living can I tell you I I didn't know how ugly my camper was until I saw it parked it's not right next to my house I was at least that smart (laughs) but it still looks pretty rough and Kind of makes me wonder if somebody's looking at us thinking, uh, you you can pull the guy out of the backwoods, but you can't pull the backwoods out of the guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I guess we better get our act together on that. Get it hosed down and power washed and retrofitted and all those things as soon as possible. Or at least tarp that sucker. Now, granted, my metaphor, like I said, is getting a little strained here because um, I'm not saying that once we become a Christian, everything, our mindsets, everything just kind of flips and we're like holier-than-thou kind of people. That doesn't work that way. But God does make a major change in the spirit of a man or a woman and I guess in my story here the camp represents a thought okay that's what it really represents a a worldview if you will if we want to take the worldview that we once held and bring it into our life as a Christian what it does is it affects our witness is that that's what it does I mean think about it when I have a group of people come to our house on Sunday (laughs) they're gonna see that and think what's that now, they know me now, so it's not really going to affect my witness. But, you know, they'll wonder a little bit. They'll, they'll wonder. They'll wonder what's going on. Well, you don't want people that you're interacting with to wonder what's going on. I'm not one for legalism, because I think that, there, that's, uh, that can be an idol. You know, live, trying to live perfect and all this kind of stuff. Uh, it, can, it can be a, a, a burden and it can be a bondage. But on the other hand, we shouldn't be living so free and so much on the liberty side that we're dabbling in the old campers of our pre-Christian days, the smelly campers with the rusty door, and then letting the whole world see what our life looks like with that big ugly camper on the front lawn. So in, in my story, the camper can represent an idea. Um, and it could be something subtle like, you know, the thought that, well, you don't really need to fully give your life to the Lord or your thought patterns to the Lord. You know, as long as you just believe in him and let's say you go to church every once in a while, you know, so you feel like you're doing something right. Maybe put some cash in the, the bucket as it goes by once in a while all those other commandments that the Lord has and disciplines that are for your own good, if you say that they're not, you know, what you should be doing, aren't you kind of rejecting the life of a Christian? Aren't you rejecting what he's called you to be as an obedient follower of his? Just saying. If that camper that you brought into your life, that you hauled from the old life, If that camper is a stumbling block for your growth, well, I got three, four words for you. Give it away. Like I've said in the past, give it away now. You need to give that thought, that worldview. Here's a few. I'm no good. I know God loves me. I'm just trying to make it through day by day. You know what? God didn't call you to be the tail. God called you to be the one who puts your heel on the enemy. You're not to live a life defensive. You're supposed to be on the offensive. So that's one worldview. How about another one? I can't seem to get past this addiction. Whatever it is, you name it. I can't seem to get past it. I'm just going to pray that God helps me every day. And, you know, we'll just see what happens over time. No, no, no. He made you victorious. Stand by. I got to get gasoline. Hey, how's this one? I have a lot of hurts in my past life before I knew the Lord. And they're just as real before I was a Christian as they are after I'm a Christian so I'm gonna let those hurts define who I am how about that one how about because of those hurts I'm gonna walk in a state of unforgiveness toward certain people because God knows the hurt they inflicted on me is not godly. Now that I'm a Christian, I know that that was what they did was so wrong even more now that I know I'm... You know, now that I know more. And, you know, maybe before I, I buried it and thought, well, maybe that's just the way people were supposed to treat me. And I thought low of myself. Now I'm a Christian. And now I realize what they did was heinous. And now... It gives me reason and lets me rationalize an unforgiveness toward them all the more. There's a lot of things. I mean, I could go on all day long. Those are some that I was thinking of. Those are old campers on your front lawn. Some of them are like, they're even like rusty pickup trucks and old farm equipment just rusting on the lawn i used to have a neighbor that had a bunch of that stuff it looked terrible point is that these things don't have any use they're just sitting there looking ugly sitting there making the whole of the property be a bad witness, if you will. If God changed us, then we need to make some changes, don't we? Today, I'm. Uh, I guess I'm a little bit into preach mode. I'm, and I'm preaching to me too. There are things that I do, I shouldn't do. There are thoughts that I have that I shouldn't dwell on. That I should worldviews even that I have that aren't fully aligned with guy's worldview. I'm, I'm guilty. We all are guilty. Now you could try to clean up that camper or that pickup truck on your front lawn. you could try to do that and you know and in, in my case, I really am. I'm, I'm gonna be retrofitting it, whatever you call it, remodding it in this story. You can try to clean it up. Now, we did say, uh, this, let's just draw, draw a distinction here. This is not a representation of you, that you know, you know, you're not perfect and you're the camper. No, I'm not saying that. You're the new creation. You're the new place, okay? You're the whole property. These are just ideas and mindsets that, that we have brought into our new world because yeah, it's part of our stuff. Well, we're told to renew our mind. So in renewing our mind, we're to be looking at the world differently. Ultimately, we're supposed to be looking at the world through the eyes of Jesus Christ, through the eyes of God. And that helps us relate to the world the way that we're supposed to as ambassadors of Christ, Right. I really don't want people to look at us as Christians and say, you know, look at that judgmental person right there. No wonder, you know, no wonder a lot of people don't want that Jesus that they're touting because look at him. I don't want that. I also don't want to appease either. I don't want to appease sin. So I I already know that as Christians we're going to be Confronted. Jesus said that would happen. We're gonna be persecuted. That's why at the end of the podcast we pray for those who persecute us. Because it has that gives us the proper perspective on those people. Jesus did that. We should too. But there will be hard times. If you're living and breathing, you're gonna you're gonna face some hard times. That's just the way it is. But those but you can make it through those hard times a whole lot better, really, a whole lot better when you are trusting in the Lord and you are leaning on the Lord, meaning you're letting his discipline cover you. And cover you is a great term. It's kind of like an umbrella. You know the storm happens, but you have some protection. Last night, when we were bringing that camper back, every once in a while, we would get just a downpour. And here we are trying to get out of the truck and get it latched up and make sure all the lugs are on and making sure everything was good for travel, making sure the lights are working. And just about the time you needed to get out to do something, we'd get a downpour. It wouldn't last very long, so that was kind of nice. And we did find my umbrella. That was good. That was handy, helpful. So, being covered by the Lord, being enveloped in His covering, helps us deal with the storms that are inevitable. It helps us have a proper answer to those who would challenge us about our faith. And, you know, why do you do what you do? Why do you believe? what you believe. I thought you really liked the old life. I thought that we used to hang out and have a great time together. What's wrong? Don't you like me anymore? You think I'm no good anymore? And what do you say to somebody like that? Think about that. Somebody you knew before you got saved and they come to you and they say that stuff. What do you say? I think you should be prepared to have a a ready answer. Uh, that alliance with scripture on that kind of thing. An example would be, maybe, I'm putting myself right on the spot because I didn't think about this, but um, my example to somebody who's saying that to me is, you know, I didn't realize how lost I was until I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. I didn't realize how lost we were, friend, until I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ and he helped me see he helped to open my eyes and it's not me against you like you're saying I have just come to a realization that the old life that I was living was not real life at all but was Kind of circling death, circling around the drain, and I was slowly getting sucked down, and I didn't want that anymore. And if you've got a minute, let me tell you a little bit about what I've experienced. You know, you approach and answer a friend with questions like that with some hope. That's a good place to be. That's the way Jesus would do it. He would offer hope. That's what he offers us all today. But you know, it might be very easy if you you know had a lifestyle in the past where that's not how you dealt with people. You didn't offer them hope. You just gave them your opinion, and that's that. Well, if you if you do that in your Christian life. Couple things are going to happen. People are going to say, "Well, he doesn't—he doesn't have any change in his life. He's the same old guy that used to be. He just call himself a Christian." You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it doesn't happen overnight, but God does change us. But we ought to be renewing our mind. We ought to be shining up our worldview that's sitting on the front lawn. Because those ideas that we have, those worldviews that we have, they're out there for the world to see. Even though they're in you, they come out. They tend to come out in your words and your actions, I guess, too. You know, most people are pretty wise, I think. I think a lot of people, whether they're saved or not, whether they believe or not, I think a lot of people are savvy, very savvy and they can read through a lie a lot of times. And if, you, if you're going through your life speaking the Christianese, but there's fruit that's not present in your life, there's not really much of a change, you're still holding on to old ideas, unforgiveness and lack of self-control when it comes to addictive behavior, those kind of things. I think people can see through that. So I'm offering encouragement today because right now we're going to pray. Lord God, we know that we can come before you at any time. But right now we come before you and ask for your help. There are many hearing this that realize that they're they're campers on the front lawn. There's old, beat-up pickup trucks that might still be kind of hanging around. Lord, we we know we need to give them to you, and sometimes they're very hard to let go of. Help us to let go of these things. Help us, little by little, to see that as we do that, we gain a, a little bit more freedom, actually. To live the way that you want us to live. And that's ultimately what we want. We want that freedom. We don't want to be bound by those things of the past. Those old mindsets. Help us get beyond that. Thank you, Lord. We'll start making an active effort to know what your word says about these things. And to live in peace with our neighbors and our family members. And to pray for those who persecute us, including our neighbors and our family members. And we release these things that have a grip on us. We don't want to keep pulling them from place to place. Things that aren't profitable for our life. We give them to you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. So we already said it. Staying in that word. Living in peace. Praying for those who persecute you and letting go of the mindsets of the past, all right? And I will see you on The Flip.